Greetings to our fellow part-time grown-ups. We'd just like to apologize for some audio difficulties throughout our first episode. We are currently making some changes to improve our audio. We appreciate your support and hope you enjoy our podcast. Hello there, listener. Welcome to the first podcast session of The Part-Time Grown-Ups. I'm your host, Tabletop Pie 1369 along with the hefty Bigfoot and Darth Vader. Welcome, gentlemen. Hello. Hello. Thank you, uh, Pie. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Pie. <laughs> you need another. Are they calling tabletop because it's just So, boys, first episode. We are part-time grown-ups that enjoy a little escape from adulthood, and this is a good way uh, for us to catch up as mates and just chat about things like movies, video games, sports, health, even, um, mm. and just have a good laugh along the way, right? Yeah, absolutely. And even niche things like I don't know. I'm a big big history buff. I am Darth Vader. I love gaming. I'm a bit of a movie buff. I love my anime. I'm a big Marvel fan and a husband and a daddy. What about you, Hefty? Um, I'm a gamer. I'm a a history buff. Love history. Love motorbikes. Uh, Big sports fan. Um, And I am a married man. What about you, Tabletop? Uh, I'm a gamer. Uh, I'm a history buff. I love motorbikes. And I'm not a married man. (laughs) 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 No, I'm joking. No, yeah, I'm the same. I like games. I like, uh, you know, I like history. I like uh, anime. I like... I I generally like anything and everything. Uh, You know, as I've uh, told you gentlemen before, I'm a... Myself, I'm a gnome warlock from the mines of Moria. Uh, previously been a previous Padawan of Mace Windu and Qui-Gon Jinn. And I'm originally from Tatooine, uh, but now I reside on Hoth. Well, nice to have you at Tabletop Pie 1369. <laughs> Good for you to join us. So I guess, look, we do have a lot of interests and that's why we wanted to start a podcast, chat about all of our interests, and have a laugh along the way. That's right. That's right. And I think, yeah, we just want to go over our interests, um, you know, nostalgia, back from the you know, late 90s or 90s, 2000s, things we did as, as kids, teenagers. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, um, speaking of uh, Qui-Gon Jinn, actually, I, um, <laughs> when, I was, when I was a child... Um, Hefty, do you remember? And uh, we had that old computer where the uh, where where a dad's chair is now. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, for, I had that. List, the way, um, tabletop is is my my younger brother. <laughs> and that's how we share the same dad. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for clarifying. <laughs> and uh, and there was I had that game, the uh, the Phantom Menace, uh, the Star Wars game. Is and, that the PS One uh, game? Ah oh, man, this was on this was on PC. Oh, okay. Yeah, I got that from a friend. It was a pirated copy. I remember. Oh yes. yeah, it used to glitch out. And pretty sure. So I'm pretty sure I know. I know the one. And it had it had the it had the Star Wars Episode One like movie poster as the front cover. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. I think so. I, I remember you used to you were on um, what what uh that that Naboo that planet. Yeah, you're in Naboo, and then, yeah, and then yeah, all yeah. the droids are everywhere, and you're like smashing them. And, yeah. With your lights, yeah, it's, it's the movie you're playing. You're playing the movie out. Yeah, it's just like a movie game. Yeah. Oh, that was the sickest game. But yeah, so in terms of floppy disks and uh, and all that stuff, uh, I remember that game. It was just glitching out so much. It was so annoying. Mm. I I watched this video recently, and this guy um, showed his kids. I think it was his kids. Um, the sound from the dial-up internet connection, and and they had no idea what was happening. They're like, "What the hell is this sound?" <laughs> Yeah, yeah, probably scared him. Well, I saw a TikTok the other day. There's um, and the dad asked the, his kids, "How do you um, 
like ha- what's the gesture you do for the phone you know how you put your pinky and your thumbs up like yeah that's your telephone you put up to your ear yeah they just had their palm completely open <laughs> <laughs> no, i'm not joking but i mean they were like eight but like i mean yeah dude, I got my... they wouldn't know that's, that's so true i've never thought about that yeah man because i got my like iphone 3gs from hefty back in 2010 and these kids are like eight so they were born in 2012 when like the iphone 5 was out so all they've ever known is iphone mm. while well, we had those freaking freaking nokia yeah, so, shit yeah this is hefty. the first generation of kids who will only know mobiles like barely any of them, any of them will have a landline in the house yeah 100 percent, 100 percent. Hefty, what was your first mobile phone? Oh, my first mobile phone was the one before the... Oh, what, what's the what's the world-famous brick, Nokia? The, the 3315. Bruh. I didn't even know that. The one how do you even know that model number? Because that was my second phone. But how do you, Okay. Nokia 3315. The, the indestructible Nokias. Yeah. <laughs> and you had all the colorful cases for them. Oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah, was that it? Hefty and 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 you could get the rubber, the rubber like buttons. You know how you could like yeah, um, yeah, I, with yeah, the case exactly, <laughs> exactly, exactly. No, mine was the model before that. I can't remember what the model was. It was slightly longer. It was a thirty-three ten. Bruh, what the hell? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've got it written down. How do you know I, this crap? I knew we were going to talk about it, so I just did my research <laughs> beforehand. <laughs> I had to look at ten around the top. It's it's honestly the thirty-three fifteen, but like skinnier and longer one. Yes, that's and then, right. And then, the, and then the thirty-three fifteen came out, and it was just a lot more like compressed version. Yeah, that's yeah, right. I I remember. Yeah, I remember. Um, yeah, so that, was, the, that, was, the, that was your first one. Yeah, I was gonna say that was my first one. I, I used to um, oh, I used to pay like two dollars fifty or like three bucks to download uh, wallpaper for, for the, the phone. The, the little digital ones, like the no yeah. fee one. Yeah, <laughs> I, had, I had like. Cartman, <laughs> stuff like that. Wait, do you remember? Do you remember the Hot Fours magazines, like um, the really old school Hot Fours magazines? And at the back, they used to have the codes, and you you could buy those little wallpapers for yes. for those Nokia phones. Yes, I do. Dude, that is whoa. That's that's that way back. back. That's memories, yeah. man. I had the Sony Ericsson, and I bought one of those. Those uh, actually, first of all, I paid like seven bucks. I remember. For um for a song to come on when somebody rings me, nice a ringtone. No, no, as in like when somebody <laughs> rings you and it goes bling bling, it comes. It also plays a song for them at the same time. Oh, oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Instead of the ringtone, it's it's a song yeah. when they call you. And you can still do that, by the way. I don't yeah. think anybody does that anymore, but I'm That's thinking about it. doing it. <laughs> yeah, right. and then also you can get a you can get a voicemail message you could buy them oh, i don't remember that yeah you can get like a like a i don't think i had a voicemail message until i got a job <laughs> to be honest <laughs> <laughs> and i just ended up recording myself <laughs> ah. I, did, I used to have one of those voicemails where it's like hello hey bro how you going <laughs> yeah good thanks man what are you up to i hated those i hated and those man shame on you <laughs> and i remember like shame. i had like babes calling me and stuff <laughs> and like don't don't I, it happened to me a couple times and this was when i deleted the voicemail and i was like oh, who has those voicemail messages anymore <laughs> like i was so cut that it, that it actually tricked me imagine this is what i thought right imagine like because obviously i've got a kid now imagine mm. if i made her go through the same thing that I went through in terms of like technology. So like, for example, her first phone, I got her a 3315 <laughs> or like, and you make her believe that this is the world right like, now. This is your phone until you're <laughs> old enough to buy one yourself. And then I'd buy her like a PS one. <laughs> and, then, and then, and then slowly work her way up to the PS 50 or whatever it's going to be at, at that stage. But are you gonna are you gonna make her live in a lie so she's not actually aware that there are smartphones oh, no, she's, out there? Like, she's gonna be homeschooled. She's not gonna have any friends. Like, <laughs> she, she won't know any better. So <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> yeah, uh, I remember um, Bluetooth man. Like the first time I ever actually found out about Bluetooth, I was like Bluetooth. eleven. Oh. Yeah, and I got my uh, first phone. Nah, man, nah, I didn't. I, I wasn't around back then. It was before. No, no, but the first time I got a phone. Bluetooth was the, the main new thing. What? And and that yeah. Oh, yeah. Hefty. Do you remember? Uh, remember bread? 
Infrared. Infrared. Oh, infrared. Infrared. Oh, I thought you said infrared. Oh, uh, infrared man. Um, I don't. Bruh. What? Was that a thing? What do you mean? Yeah, it was before Bro, Bluetooth. It was before Bluetooth. I didn't even know right? that. And you had to, you had to place the phones like right next to each other, like touching, and you could only send like a picture. And back then, anyway, like phones could only hold like one picture and a voice record of a song. That was your ringtone. <laughs> Dude, I don't yeah. remember infrared. I remember okay. I, I text people pictures, like send them a message, and the pixel would come very up with their phones. Surprised. I'm very surprised. Yeah, I'm, I'm... I, I heard about that infrared. Yeah. Anyway, look, speaking of, uh, speaking of old 90s things. Star Wars? Star Wars. <laughs> Star Wars? <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about our favorite 80s and 90s uh, action films, weren't we? Uh, we weren't, <laughs> but yeah, we can talk about it. That's, that's one of the uh, topics. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mean we'll talk about it today, like right now, but we're talking about it the other day. Oh, oh pardon. Pie. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to call you Pie Face. Nah, you'll probably get my Pie Face. Hefty. Yeah. Um, t- tell us, tell us about this topic that we're going to um, that we're going to cover in this podcast. So I thought to um, set the scene for for the podcast, we'd start off with discussing our favourite action movies from yeah. the eighties and the nineties. Because yeah. so strictly eighties and nineties. Well, films. yeah, eighties and nineties. I thought we would start off with that. Um, I mean, I, I grew up on that stuff, obviously, before I hit my teenage years. It had a big influence on me. And yep. I think that was, the, that was the, the prime. That was like the prime of action movies, 80s and 90s. We had like the macho I movies. I agree. And we had, we had yeah. more time to actually watch them as well. Yeah, I agree. Because we were children. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's right. We had less responsibilities. We weren't part-time grown-ups. We were just children. We were full-time children. <laughs> we were full-time children. We were full-time children, exactly. Now we're part-time children. <laughs> Dude, so when I was a kid, me. all I played was Black Ops. <laughs> what I'm trying to say is you have so much time as a child. You do. I remember My pulling those life. all-nighters. I, I pulled heaps of all-nighters. I'm sure you did as well, playing Black oh, Ops on yeah. And well, I'll start us off with the greatest 80s action movie ever created by humankind. Fire away, pie. Pardon me? <laughs> I said fire away. Oh, sorry. Fire away, pie. I think it's called Little Show... No, sorry. Big Showdown in Little Tokyo. Okay. And it had that guy who played that blonde dude, the Russian against Rambo. Sorry. Oh, yeah. um, Ralph. <laughs> You're talking about Rocky, bro, Rambo? <laughs> it's Ralph, Ralph Long- Longren. What's his name? Let me oh, just, no, Dolph Longren or something. Yeah, yeah. Ralph, yeah. yeah. He's, in, um, he's in all the Van Damme movies and um, yeah, in Next Expendables. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Dude, that movie. I came across that movie like last year or something. Uh, I'd never heard of it. And I thought it was the best thing ever. It was just such a classic. So, <laughs> oh. yeah, sorry, please, please tell myself as well as our listeners. Uh, so, what's this movie about? Um, sorry, just to clarify before I do so, have you never watched it? I have not. Oh, dude, the heck, man! Yeah, I've seen it. You, it you saw it. It's yeah, just like. Well, now I'm going macho, to macho to the brim. Okay. Okay, so it's like a cop. Yeah. He's a cop. Yeah, is he yeah, a good man? Because usually he plays a villain in his movies. I think I think he used to be a good guy in all his movies because he was like he was like he was like Arnold yeah, and like. Ro- no, he and, typically uh, plays a villain. He typically plays a villain. Oh, yeah, but in this one, in this one, he was good. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, okay. he was good. Yeah, he was a cop. Okay, so before you move on, what's it called again? It's called Big Showdown in Little Tokyo. All right, go it's Showdown in Little Tokyo. Tell me. Tell what it is me. it called? It's just Showdown in Little Tokyo. There's no Big Showdown. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. <laughs> <laughs> so it's one of your favorite movies, huh? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously. He, so he's a cop, and he yeah. pretty much walks around with like a machine gun, and um, and then he went into this restaurant and he killed like fifty mafia dudes, like yakuza dudes. 
Okay. And um, anyway, I think this this beautiful Asian girl, Oriental princess, gets like kidnapped by these yakuza, and he pretty much like kills every one of them. So not not common in these sort of old eighties action movies, that sort of thing, but that's what he did. And right. wow. Ah, <laughs> uh, it was such an amazing movie. Okay. <laughs> there it, was so much on, killing. Is it on Netflix? Uh no, I don't believe it no, is I'm right sure now. It is. It is. Oh, is it? Netflix, yeah. Yeah. Okay. You All have right, to I'll, watch I'll, it. Oh, it's got it's got Brandon Lee. It's got Bruce Lee. Oh, yeah, what the hell yeah, is that? Yeah. Yeah, sweet. What what Bruce Lee Lee's son? son, bro. What Bruce Lee's son? son? What the hell is wrong what with you? The hell, bro. He played yeah, the crow. What? Yeah. He di- he died on on the set of the crow. What? <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on, moving on. Uh, yeah. Hefty, hefty. What's on top of your list? Uh, top of my Sorry, list. Can I just say before you go on, you this was my movie time. You guys took it a- completely. And now you've moved on. But yeah, go on, Hefty. <laughs> that's, that's the purpose of these podcasts. Like, they just kind of organically go through the, the, through the content. <laughs> organically <laughs> diarrhea themselves where you take over my movie review. No, nah, go on. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs> for me, like, okay, my ultimate, all-time ultimate. And this is, this is a really hard choice, but my ultimate is Terminator 2. Oh, yeah. I mean, I've got so many other action movies are, are like second to that, like really yep. close second, and like yep. not not far off at all. Yep. But Terminator Two um, has to has to yeah take take the take the top of the list for me. Um, can I say can I say that um, Terminator Two uh, I think would have been on all of our lists. Um, yeah. I, the only reason why I didn't put it on, on my list is because I knew that you had it on your list. Yeah. <laughs> um, but Terminator Two. Uh, was the first movie I ever watched. Um, really? Yeah, the first movie I ever watched. And my mum told me that because we had it on VHS, obviously. And I was way too young to remember this, but she told me um, I would always play it, right? Finish it, rewind it, and just play it again. And I, I apparently I just kept watching it over and over and over and over again. And even now, like I got it on Blu-ray, and it is just a phenomenal film. Mm, I agree. I think it's absolutely amazing. And I mean, just, I think the, the CGI at the time and the editing and I think the music, like to me, the, the, the intro theme yep. to Terminator is just epic. It like, it's like, you know, uh, that. It's like, <laughs> what the hell is that? It's, it's that. Yeah, like, you know, the end, that... end of the world is coming. You know, yeah. the end of the world. Is judgment day, coming. bro. Judgment, judgment day. day. Yeah, that's right. Judgment day. But, but um, no, yeah, just the, I was trying to make the, the I was trying to make the sound of the you know that that part where it like after the well can I just clarify one point you just said you know the end of the world is coming but that first scene the end of the world has already come mm-hmm. they're actually I think it lifts off from a a, a, a bunch of dead yeah, skulls on the ground it's in, in the future though but yeah. Oh, wasn't that, movie. Wasn't, wasn't, that dream, wasn't she dreaming that, Sarah Connor? No, not at the no, beginning. No, it was, a, it was a vision sorry. of the future. No, like, I think it wasn't a vision of the future. It literally, like, it was the future. At that time, that was going to be the future. The, the, the past had not been changed. Yeah. So it started off at in the future. Um, but yeah, it revolved. It was yeah, it wasn't a dream. It wasn't a dream. It was that's yeah. what was going to happen. But Sarah Connor was the only one that knew that's what was going to happen. No one believed her. That's why she was thrown into the bin. I was going to say, I think that was like one of Arnie's, like, I reckon that was his peak in acting as well. Like, yeah. I know, I know he had Terminator 1, but I just feel yeah, like, like Terminator like 2 really, um, uh, like catapulted him in, into the Hollywood yeah. scene. And he looked so good then as well. Like, he was at a good age, you know, wasn't too young, he wasn't too old. I think yeah, he just he played it played it perfectly. Um yeah. and so iconic. Everyone, you can tell anyone, like, come with me if you want to live. And like everyone would back. understand. Yeah, and I'll be back. Uh, everyone yeah. would understand what you're referring to. Yeah, it's a it's a I mean, it's 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 a pop culture classic, like it's it's an icon. Yeah. You know what I mean? What's that what's that network thing called that takes over the world? Um Skynet. 
Oh yeah, Skynet. Because because yeah. they ended up determining. I don't know if it was number two or the, sort of in the later movies that like it doesn't matter what they do, Skynet will like. Oh, what's it called when it knows itself again? It's, it's like um, self-aware. self-aware. It becomes I'm self-aware. self-aware. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so so the coolest part of Terminator Two is just like we know walking in slow motion, and he's he's like. Takes it out of the rose box and he's like, mm. in the in and the mall, it, yeah. Like goes, yeah, dude. He goes, and then, <laughs> and then and then he slowly like in slow mo he steps on that rose and makes that like small crunch noise. You're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It is going down. What you, is that your favorite scene? Of the well, movie? actually, I think uh, I mean, you know what? When he's just on the bike and he's like, yeah, and then he just yeah. Yeah. like spins yeah. it around and like, oh yeah. man, yeah. It's so yeah. hectic, dude. <laughs> Yeah. So um, I think this is, I'm pretty sure this is the part that you're talking about, but because he's on the bike majority of the time. But my favorite scene in that whole movie is when he finally gets, sorry, John Connor is being chased by, um, what's his, what's his T-1000? Uh, yeah. He's a T-1000. Yeah, he's a T-1000. Yeah, so yeah, he's, yeah. he's getting chased by the T-1000 in that truck. And then Arnie is, is chasing them both in on the Harley. And then finally, and they're going down like that. Um, drain, sort then, of yeah, the drainage area, and then he like finally gets John onto his motorbike. Um, yeah, that's that's probably my my most favorite scene in that whole movie. Yeah. yeah, I do enjoy that. Is definitely one of my favorite. I also enjoy the the one where he's got the minigun. You know, when they're in the oh yeah, in the building, in, in the lab, and then <laughs> yeah, all the that's... cops and like the National Guard and everyone's out front. Yeah, he yeah. just like destroys half the half the force <laughs> in one go. Oh yeah, <laughs> like a, something that touches the car like explodes. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> one bullet in the whole thing yeah. Yeah, explodes in flames. Oh, yeah. But you know, I love, I love, I love in movies where like things are connected. You know what I mean? Like I feel so like, oh, I know that. So what I mean by that is like in that scene where he comes into that um that crazy people's house where Sarah Connor is being kept, yeah. and like you know he walks around the corner and it just goes slow mo because she's like, oh, yeah, you know, yeah. like, like it's connected because in number one, you know. That same T hundred oh, yes. or whatever. Yes. Yeah, I see what you're yeah. saying. Killed yeah. it. Yeah. I love. I love when shit is connected, man. Like, yeah. See, they movies. did a really good job. Like that writing is smart. You know, like have a second movie, but let's bring the the same model of Terminator back, but he's good. He's good this time. Yeah. Yeah. He's good, but she is still so traumatized about it, like from it, yeah. that yeah, like you you see that in her. She's absolutely frightened. Like when she just pumps the brakes and slides on the floor and you see her like trying to push herself back yeah you know, along the floor like just freaking out she doesn't even care that the guards are going to take her you know and she's yeah, yeah. She, she just spent half an hour trying to get away from the guards <laughs> yeah yeah but you know what i think as well probably at that point after number one like arnie like arnold as an actor he can't be bad it's like trying to make dwayne the rock johnson like a really bad character i don't think you can do that like you're talking about like a villain yeah, but maybe that like if it was Dolph Lundgren, you said like before that he's like a villain in all his movies, right? Because he's yeah. just like a villainous but, guy. But he just looks like yeah, he just looks like that type of. He's got a villainous he look. He looks like that. he looks like a Russian. Yeah. That's the thing. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's like a Soviet mole. Yeah. I think, I think so Arnie's only like I think he's only played one bad role, like bad guy role, and I think that was um in Batman, wasn't it? Like he played Iceman or whatever his name is. What? Mr. Freeze. He played Mr. Mr. Freeze. Freeze. That's not Iceman. Mr. Freeze. Um, Batman. The hell? I didn't even know that. Yeah, no one. Harry Clooney. Oh yeah. It's called. It's called. It's called Batman movies. Is it like the worst movie ever created? Uh, it's up there. It's it's called um Batman with nipples. That's when they gave Batman nipples. <laughs> oh, so his suit full has nips on him. Yeah, him and Robins, and they do like a a, a crazy like turn zoom in shot. Onto his uh, suit. The heck? <laughs> yeah, just watch it. You have to watch it just for the sake of watching it. Anyway, yeah. I think we're getting sidetracked yeah. on on the worst movies, which that sh- that should probably be our uh, our next topic for next episode. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh, that'd be a good one actually. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so uh, yes, that's that's my all time favorite, and obviously there's many many more with yeah. that. But uh, yeah, over to you, Fader. We'll, we'll continue to work down our list. So. Yeah. Um, uh, look, mine's not in any particular order. Um, like I've made a list of five, 
at the top of this list is Double Team. Have either of you seen Double Team? Double Team. The yes. hell is that? Double Team what? is um, John Claude Van Damme and Dennis oh. Rodman and Mickey Rourke. Isn't Dennis Rodman the basketball player? Yeah, the really flamboyant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that so cool, dude. Yeah, he's very cool. So it's about a uh, CIA agent who is played by Van Damme. Yeah. Uh, um, and he like he he fails a mission, right, to kill this international terrorist. Who, Dennis who's, Rodman. Who's played by Mickey Rourke. <clears throat> and then he gets put on this island. Like, he gets really badly injured, right? And then gets put on this island with all of these other um, secret agents and secret villains. So they try and just control them and contain them on this island instead of just killing them off, mm. right? It's sort of like retirement for for secret agents um, and secret villains. And it's very controlled. Like, they have to check in and, you know, they have to um, attend these meetings and things like that, and they just sort of monitor what's going on in the world. Anyway, so uh, Mickey Rourke obviously kidnaps his wife, um, so Van Damme's wife and son. Um, And then he obviously, in a very cool way, uh, escapes this island, and uh, I think he ends up going to Italy. I think that's where they are. And he teams up with um, this arms dealer who is played by Dennis Rodman. Um, and, yeah, they pretty much just spend the movie trying to catch uh, Mickey Rourke and, and rescue his, his wife and son. It's, it's a very cool movie. Um, I think the reason why I enjoy it so much is because it's, it's one of – it was definitely one of my favorite Van Damme movies. I was a big Van Damme fan, like, in the past. Obviously not so much now, but I just love it because it's nostalgic. Like, yeah. Van, Van Damme – like, I, I'm sure any 90s baby um, can say the same thing. Uh, when it comes to Van Damme, but there's a couple of movies that I really liked of his um, that I just remember watching as a kid, and I was always that kid who really wanted to do, like, you know, taekwondo or karate, yeah. and, you know what I mean? Like, I was really into that stuff, but yeah. I never ended up doing it. Um, but I think Double Team is definitely up there, and it's one of those movies that a lot of people haven't seen either, so I would recommend it. Um, <clears throat> and, yeah, it was it was number one, my number one movie um, for Van Damme on my VHS collection, which actually I still have. Um, which was good. And I just like the cast of the movie as well. Like Mickey Rourke plays a mad villain. Um, mm. Van Damme isn't too um, like cringe in this one. Yeah. Like it's not a, he, a lot of his movies is all about him and, you know, about how, how good he is and this and that. And this mm. one's just a bit tamed. Like it's a bit, mm. um, yeah, it's, it's not as over the top. And Dennis Rodman's character is just, um, he's, yeah, he, he adds, he adds good touch, good energy to, to the film. Mm. Um, as well and it just like the way that you know how every one of those films has that good character um, training you know and it really G's you up through the movie yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. like he, he wraps this like he wraps his towel around his neck right or like the sheets from his bed and then ties it to the the bath right the bath legs and it fills it up with water and it just starts doing like deadlifts with it <laughs> the hell <laughs> do, you, do you know what I mean like, <laughs> What the heck, bro? What the heck? Seeing that stuff, man, just cheers you up, you know. And then, (laughs) no, I love these kinds of movies, though. Like, oh no, they have shit critic reviews, but critics are just like up themselves, pompous people. They're not, you know, they're not what the audience how the audience views films. Yeah, but tell me, become a critic. Well, anyone can become a critic. That's what I'm. Yeah, I know. So it's a bunch what of schmucks. Yeah. It's professional, professional movie critics. Yeah, a bunch of schmucks. <laughs> right? Like, they know what the audience actually feels about a movie. They're just like they look at the most trivial crap. Yeah, you need to look at. Those. You need to look at the um the 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 people review. You know, the viewers review. But look, it's it's one of those movies that you had to watch back then. Yeah, well, you know, I'm going to become like, a reviewer, whatever you call it. Rotten, well, Rotten Tomato. Mm. I think the greatest, one of the other greatest 80s movies ever that Hefty and I watched oh, I don't was say, Harley, yeah, yeah. Uh, Harley Davidson and the Marlboro Man with Mickey Rourke. He's the main dude. Where he's okay. like this, he's called Harley Davidson, and he meets his friend Marlboro Man, and then they they go to their friend Jack Daniels, and then they he's got a bar, and they kill everyone because the whole world, like the world's trying to kill him because they like stole a bike or something. Is this legit? This is a hundred percent legit. Okay, I'll, dude, I'll it is so cool. It's like it's, it's like one of those box office 
problems where the critics just like hated it. They destroyed it. Yeah. But it's become a cult classic. Yeah, okay. it's a full okay. cult classic, man. I'm gonna actually. I, I want to watch it again, dude. Yeah, so do yeah. I. Harley Davidson and the Marlboro Man, man, and he yeah. just like goes around just shooting fucking dudes. So yeah, it's literally his name is Harley Davidson. Mm-hmm. His best friend is called Marlboro Man, yep. and then they have a friend called Jack Daniels that who is owns hilarious. a bar. It's that is so hilarious. funny. I thought it was. A, I thought it was yeah. like a weird joke, but it's actually 100 yeah. percent true. And but, they actually come across some drugs or something like that, and then they belong to a cartel or. Oh, that's all right. Oh, and the bad guy. Who was the bad guy? Uh, Hefty. Do you remember the bad guy in that film? No, I remember the bad guy. I don't know who the actor was, but... Oh, is he that guy that plays all those kung fu movies back in the day and is weird and fat now? Ah, gosh. I'm going I'm to look it up now. I'm going to look it up okay. now. Well, I'll tell you right now. Oh, yeah. Daniel Baldwin. He's the bad dude. Oh, yeah. Alec Baldwin's brother. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, was so wow. Funny. Okay. He's the bad guy. Oh, dude, you should have seen it, man. Like, how... how fu- you know, there's a scene... Where like they're they're literally there's like a group of like five of them right with Alec Baldwin in the uh, whatever is Daniel Baldwin in the middle, yeah they're all wearing these long leather trench coats and with machine guns and shooting. Not even leather, like plastic, bro. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like like BDSM trench coats, and, and then and then like Harley Davidson drives his Harley Davidson, he rides his Harley Davidson, and then Harley Davidson slides off it, and his Harley Davidson. Slides towards those five dudes, and then they all jump up in unison over the thing. You know, his like plan. For, and why are they still shooting their guns? It wasn't even like a. They didn't put any effort into the jump. They just kind of like jumped, like standing still. They jumped and then just, you know, like landed and then kept walking. It wasn't like yeah. trying to get away or anything. They're just like. Oh, was, that's too good. And I'm pretty sure the bike slides, hits, it, hits like just hits a car and. The whole thing blows oh, up completely <laughs> in a ball. Like. But you know what, dude? Mickey Rourke was such a good-looking guy. Like he looked yes. like Bruce Willis when he was yes, young. Yes, bro. Yeah. Uh, no, he looked like um, he looked like some weird-ass woman or some shit. It looks like that. Have you seen the um the World of Warcraft movie? Like an orc. Oh, it looks <laughs> like an orc. Efty, <laughs> <laughs> what's the second on your list? Um, second on the so in no particular order now. Yeah, um, yep. Scarface is my second. Oh, yeah, I was on my list. Well, I wasn't, I mean, I wasn't going to bring that one up now, but yes, yeah, Scarface. But next, I'm going to say Rocky for me. Adrian! Um, I have to say that I think it was number five, the one where he versus um, Ralph. Dolph Lundgren. Ralph, <laughs> Ralph, bro. Ralph Little. What are that <laughs> little mouse is called? Yeah, it's all um, well, it's like, uh, what is it, America versus the Soviet Union. It's just like the most epic yeah. battle. I, I really enjoyed um, Rocky 1. Uh, there's something just about um, the originals like of, of franchises that just gets me G'd up. I, I, I think I like seeing where they start because like, he, was, he was pretty useless, Rocky, at the beginning. Like, he was just a, he was a fill-in. That's right. Yeah, he, he put no effort into boxing. He'd smoke, he'd drink. He mm. just getting paid pennies to, to fight, you know, over the weekends. Um, yeah. Or just throw bets on, on the fights. It was like a betting ring, essentially. Yeah. Um, I mean, he took inspiration from his life, where, where he was at during that period, <clears throat> um, put it into the movie. Because I think when while he was – I don't think he was – he wasn't too well off while he was writing the movie. Yeah. Um, yeah. He was, yeah. I'm pretty sure he was fairly, fairly poor. He had this vision, and no one would accept his script. And then – if someone finally accepted his script and took a chance on him, and look what happened, he um, yeah, he created one of the best and biggest franchises. Definitely. So was that was that like his first movie? I, I think it was his first mainstream movie. Probably had small acting roles here and there that I I don't know of mm. personally. I don't know if you guys know any of his other. So did, was Rocky before Rambo? Yes. Yeah, Rocky. <clears throat> Rocky is actually from nineteen like seventy four. So it's not even in the 80s and 90s, but it kind of... Wow. I've, yeah. So 1974 was the first one, but I've kind of put it in the list because it goes into the 80s yeah. and, and 90s eventually. The Rocky franchise for me is just, you know, it's that story of, you know, started from the bottom kind of thing. And yeah, definitely. It's always, it's always motivated me. Um, like when I was playing tennis or yep. whenever I'm trying to achieve something and, and I watch Rocky and you, you mm. watch like, you know, how much effort he puts into something to, to, treat, to achieve something. Yeah. Yeah, yep. it's really motivating, inspiring for me. Yeah, I agree. I agree. You know, it's a really good film when after you watch it, and you literally want to be a boxer, 
Like, yeah, yeah. It, doesn't, it doesn't matter what, um, like, sport or, you know, what profession it is. When you, like, if you watch a really good cooking movie, you're like, dude, I want to be a chef. Like, you know that, <laughs> you, you know that's a good movie when, when you get that feeling afterwards. And Rocky gives you that feeling. I, I, had, I had that same feeling when I watched, um, was it Kung Fu Kid Order? What's that? The Karate Kid. <laughs> oh, The Karate Kid, yeah. The you Karate Kid. What? <laughs> Which one? The, the new one, like with Jackie Chan and Jaden Smith. Oh, Jaden Smith, man. And um, well, uh, it came out in like twenty twelve uh, or something. Yeah, it's it's old, but like it's the newer one. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, when I when that came out, I I literally I was like, yeah, I'm gonna become a kung fu master. Yeah, you yeah. get g'd up, dude. After I it's saw him like, you know, training and all this stuff, yeah. especially yeah. as a kid, you just want to get jacked. And he got like yeah. he had like a six pack and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, I was like, "Holy crap!" <laughs> yeah, so there's those movies where you like want to do something, you know, after you, um, after you watch, watch it. Them. Yeah. So I don't know. I I think every every guy at least I, I I literally reckon every guy has watched Scarface and has literally been <laughs> like, "I'm gonna start a drug empire." <laughs> they've actually said that. I, I literally reckon they've said that to themselves. <laughs> oh, that is too funny. That that, is too yeah. funny. Or you know. I want to be a Jedi. Oh, yeah, but, you know, like, the, the problem with being a Jedi... Be a well, yeah, <laughs> so it's like, how, but how, it gets you so G'd up, but it's also so disappointing because you know it's like, well, you know what, that's never going to happen. Oh, you know what? Yeah. When I watch yeah. James Bond, that's when I want to be a spy. Oh, yeah, James Bond. I love that. Mm. How many James Bonds? Are there like 62 movies? <laughs> Something like oh, that. I don't know, man. But the new one's coming out. I'm excited. It looks good. Yeah, I love it good. I, oh, dude, I fucking love Daniel Craig. Man, I reckon he's such a yeah. Daniel Daniel Craig's good looking good. dude, man. Yeah, he's a good actor. Who's your, who's your favorite Bond guys? Oh, hundred percent Daniel Craig. Look, I I really like Daniel Craig, but mm-hmm. it has to be Pierce Brosnan. Yes, yes. Yeah, yes. it has to be like just that Aston Martin as well. Like it's a perfect yeah. Aston Martin for me. Um. You know, uh, tomorrow never dies. Die another day. Yeah, um, just those classics. I don't know, man. Yeah, I just, I just felt like that was, that was, that was my era of James Bond. Like my yeah. mum loves yeah. Sean Connery. Yeah. You know? Um. And yeah, I'm, I'm Pierce Brosnan all the way. But I do love the Daniel Craig films. I have to agree with you. Um. That, that was my era as well. I remember as a kid, every weekend I'd go down to Video Easy and, and um, pick out the, the James Pierce Brosnan James Bond movie. Yeah. James yep. Bond movie. And uh, watching a VHS like 20 times before I had to return it. <laughs> oh, 100%. And you know what? Actually, all the all the Bond games that I ever played yep. as a kid oh, were God the Pierce Brosnan ones, man. Yep. GoldenEye. Yeah. Mm. But, but um, wait, GoldenEye is based on the old one, but I think they put Pierce Brosnan in there anyway. No, 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 no. They No, Pierce Brosnan was on like, uh, it was Nightfire, which was a James Bond 007 game. And they had Tomorrow Never Dies. Um, and I think I think they made a Die Another Day game as well, but Nightfire was very similar to Die Another Day. Oh. Um, that era, when they were making James Bond games, was when Pierce yeah. Brosnan was James Bond. So yeah, yeah, yeah. They were just using his his face. But I, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I just thought he was just when he said I'm Bond, James Bond. You're like, I believe you. Yeah. <laughs> but was Nightfire that was Nightfire the one where you could drive the DB9 Aston yes, Martin and um yep. yeah the Vanquish and yep. and then like there's those uh missions like the snow one in the castle yep 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 oh yep. dude that was the ultimate yep. one dude yep. that was yep. such a sick I've, game I've got that on GameCube it's oh, it's are you serious? it's a classic man it's good Pierce Brosnan Sean Connery and then Daniel Craig yeah those are my three favorites mm. yeah I agree. So, okay, so second on my list is 1997 Men in Black. Now, let me tell you why. Men in Black, 1997, with Tommy Lee Jones and Will Smith. Mm. Now, yeah, the first one. So, this was actually the second movie I ever watched in the cinema. Um, I remember going, I remember my sister taking me, I got my plastic Men in Black cup when they used to just do like a crappy print on a plastic cup. <clears throat> I just love the concept. I like how, you know, they're a secret organization, uh, you know, trying like uh, polices and monitors like alien interactions um, mm-hmm. on earth. And, um, and I love the fact that they use that neuralizer to, um, to erase people's memories when they, when they encounter them. 
you know, in terms of the CGI, I think they were they were fairly well done for back then for '97. And uh, you know, I always got jeed up like listening to the the Will Smith Men in Black song. <laughs> and, yeah, that's right. He he will sung that, eh? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's a rapper. He's, a, he's an artist. Yeah. Um, and look, to be honest, uh, Will Smith is is one of my favorite actors. Edgar's pretty funny. I don't know how well you are. You remember the movie? I, 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 a man came in today. A dead man. I believe he had an animal with him. A brick, a brick cat. <laughs> what the hell, bro? Who is that? The old guy? Is, is that, that the guy? That, is that a roach guy? Yeah, yeah. in black. Tabletop. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Pie. Oh. What's 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 number three on your list? I've been watching The Godfather. Oh gosh! <laughs> the first one came out. When did the first one come out? Like nineteen seventy four as well. The same as like yeah, the seventies. Yeah, seventies. And then number two came out in the eighties, I think. Yeah. I, I believe so, right? I haven't seen them. <laughs> what? Heck. What the hell, bro? So, yeah. all right, so, dude, it's a, it's such a good film, man. Like, it's a. I heard it's it's it's, it's 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 rated one of the best films on IMDb. Don't they say it's yeah. like the greatest, um, like, like part of like it's it's set in three parts. So, what's mm. that called? Like, a, not Trilog- a trilogy. Trilogy. Is it a trilogy? Yeah. 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 So they say it's like the greatest chil- trilogy ever created by like in history. Is that true? Maybe to some people, <laughs> <laughs> to the Rotten Tomatoes. But um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I gotta admit, for it's such one of the greatest trilogies. Yeah, dude, I just oh, it is just crazy, man. It's such a good film. I, I, oh, man, just the way it's set out, like the acting. The the biggest thing is for me is the acting. I just can't, that acting is on point, dude. It is a like a hundred percent real. You know what I mean? Maybe yeah. they used real mafia. Oh, that, oh no! They did. They they used a gentleman called I think Giuliano Russo, or whatever, mm. who was an actual mafia guy mm. who they hired to be in the movie. He actually went into um, uh, you know, Hollywood. And oh man, there's an interview with Vlad TV that recently got released because he released a book about his life. Holy crap! Yeah, Godfather is on my list. I need to watch it. Uh, I tempted to start watching it. I must say they are very long films. Yeah, they're like three and a half to four hours each. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hefty. Movie number three. Oh, movie number three. Um, I don't know if you'd call it an action movie. Well, I wouldn't but... call Godfather's action. <laughs> All right. Um, my next movie is... Oh, you're going to love this tabletop. Saving Private Ryan. Uh, I had a feeling you were going to say that. Uh, have you watched that? Have you watched that, Fader? I have not. What? Okay, I'm going to be honest with you. Okay, okay. Is, is, is Channing Tatum in it? Uh, bro, he's not in that. I, I'm sorry. Bro, have you watched Titanic? Yeah, of course. Okay. Uh, One of the best I'm movies make sure because you, you haven't watched Godfather. You haven't watched Saving Private Ryan. If you, I wouldn't be surprised if you hadn't watched Titanic. I'll just put that out there. But go on. <laughs> no, don't be so offended that that hasn't watched this, bro. You've actually offended me. <laughs> okay, it's on my list. I'm I'm making a list, bro. You got one hell heck of a list now, dude. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> You've got like twenty hours of movies there. Oh yeah, go on, uh, go on, Hefty. Yeah, so 1998 movie. Um, it's considered an epic war film. Okay. By Steven Spielberg. Oh well, that's why it's so bloody good. Well, definitely. I mean, he's considered by one of those Rotten Tomato freaking schmucks. (laughs) Is that is that that where you got that considered from? Because they can Uh, consider it. But I'll say it is. It is (laughs) an epic (laughs) from one of those schmucks. It's actually (laughs) those tomato schmucks. Those tomato schmucks. (laughs) <laughs> they say it's, it's it's an actual film. That's that's actually that's what it is. Okay, it is it. Look, I think I think I started watching it because I was at a friend's house and they were watching. So you it. watched? How far in did you get? The first twenty three minutes. I have minutes, no idea. The first okay. twenty three minutes of the movie are one of the most iconic portrayals of the um, assault on Omaha. Uh-huh. Beach. 
Okay, can, can I can I ask a question? Um, Permission uh, granted. Yeah, thank you, Pi. Um, <laughs> in the movie, um, yeah. is there a young gentleman that has a lass, a young lass? No. Huh? No. no. Okay, so he doesn't have a girlfriend, and then he. No. Then they think he dies, and then she hooks up with some other bloke. Oh, uh, you're um, talking about Phil Harbour, bro. Phil <laughs> 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 Harbour, man, where he. He falls out of his plane in France, and then and then he um he, he yeah his missus gets with you know at the Hawaiian army base. Okay, never mind. Carry yeah. on. Well, that's funny. Okay, all right. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah, you're talking about Pearl Harbor, bro. Okay. Yeah, no, Pearl Harbor. All right. You know this. This yeah. So first twenty three minutes are one of the most iconic depictions of um yeah the assault on Omaha Beach in Normandy. I don't know how much you know about World War Two history. Uh, Fader, but myself and Tabletop are quite obsessed with okay. military history, World yep. War history. I I know that I um I painted a picture back at school um from World War Two, and I um played Call of Duty, um and that's about it. Yeah, so that that I mean the whole the, the movie is well known for its um graphic and realistic portrayal of yep. warfare, um. Yep. I mean, particularly the, the first 23 minutes were quite graphic and extremely realistic because in most most of the, like, older movies, you know, like from the 60s, 70s, they, they portrayed war. Um, you know, the, the Americans, for instance, would have barely, have barely any losses. You know, they yeah, just yeah. Go easily win the battle and, yep. you know, yeah. They, they, yeah. Easy they put, seller. Yeah, they portrayed war in a, in, a, you know, in, a, in a good light, I don't know if you want to call it that. But Saving Private Ryan really showed... Um, you know the the effects and the casualties that that war produced, yep. and I think it was um, I was reading where when it was first released in the movies at the time there were plenty of World War Two veterans around. I mean the movie is what twenty three years old now, mm-hmm. so it's still quite quite a few around. And um, veterans just as soon as that uh, that opening scene started, they had they had to get up and leave. They 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 Whoa. actually yeah it was it was that realistic that they couldn't sit through it. Wow. And, um, the, the veterans helpline or mental health helpline um, went into overdrive. Like people were calling it left, right, and center once once, once the movie. Yeah, and you know what? That's and that's what Steven Spielberg does. So yeah. So long story short, uh, Pro Ryan had three other brothers in the yep. war. Um, yep. All three of them were killed. He was the last remaining brother. Mm-hmm. And um, was it the who's the? Uh, it was <laughs> it was literally the was it was chief- it the. Uh, Chief of Defense or whatever, man. Like, whatever the position was, like the Secretary of like Defense Secretary or whatever. Of defense, yeah, like well, the, the, high, like, the highest, the highest position within the the military, though military, military position. Yeah. Mm. And he gave this order. Oh no, dude! I think the didn't the thing get signed by President Roosevelt or something? But no, he didn't. No, sorry. No, no. no. He's a he's a well known he's a well known um uh General George Marshall. Yeah, that's right. Yes, he was. Okay. It was the U.S. War Department. Uh, General General George Marshall decided that um, he gave the order to save Private Ryan, being the last remaining son. Mm-hmm. Save the mother, the you know the grill. Well, not save her grief, obviously, because she already got the grief. But yep. save her complete grief of losing all her all her uh, children. children. <clears throat> um, so they travel through France um, to find him and bring him home. Essentially, um, ultimately, all bar one of them. One of the squad members getting getting killed in the process, yep. but um, wait, who's who stayed alive? Um, you know the guy from Brooklyn, who he had the bar, the bar um machine gun. Oh, the Italian guy. Uh, um, I don't think he's Italian. He's from Brooklyn. Uh, hey, I'm walking over here. <laughs> no, there's literally one of those dudes in there. I'm not joking. There's an uh, Italian guy. Private like Private Richard Richard Rabin, played by Andrew Burns. Mm-hmm. Uh, Edward Burns, sorry. He had the oh. bar, bro. You know the bar. Mm. <laughs> anyway, look it up. Look it. Actually, actually, a lot of people don't even realize this, and uh, and and Fader, you you don't realize this. This was one of Vin Diesel's like big movies ages ago. Yeah. Well, yeah. Vin Diesel was in the squad. Private oh. Capazzo. Yeah, he's like a Capazzo. He's like Italian. Did he have? Did he have hair? No. No. He's always okay. been bald. I think he was born bald. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so Vin Diesel... never had hair as a child. <laughs> oh, um, he's got cool. that condition. What's that condition where you can't grow hair? 
Alopecia. Alopecia. How the hell do you know that off the top of your head? Because I'm a barber, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <that's right. laughs> I wish I could get alopecia on my butthole. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right, over to you, Fader. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> have you guys watched Demolition Man? Oh, that was. I've been trying to watch that with. She says no. Oh, bro. Just, what the hell is that? Just, just watch it, man. It is so good. Okay, so. Hi. I tried to watch with my wife. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in, uh, in 1996, this, um, this uh, psychopath uh, career criminal called Simon Phoenix, who played is played. By Wesley Snipes. That is right. Kidnaps a number of hostages and takes refuge in an abandoned building. Okay. LAPD Sergeant John Spartan, who's played by Sylvester Stallone, finds no trace of the hostages. He leads an unauthorized assault to capture Phoenix. Phoenix sets off a series of explosive devices that demolish the building and the hostages. Corpses are found in the rubble. Phoenix claims Spartan... <laughs> I can't do it. Phoenix claims Spartan knew about the hostages, right? And and attacked anyway. So both men are incarcerated uh, in the uh, California uh, cryo penitentiary where they were both frozen. Okay? So that was in 1996. So you got Wesley Snipes, which is a villain. John Spartan, who's, you know, the badass cop that, you know, is the only one who can level with him. <clears throat> so they both get frozen. In 2032, Phoenix gets released for parole. Um, and then he escapes and goes on like this massive killing spree. And because they're in a new, modern, like futuristic, crime-free society, uh, they don't know how to deal with such a such a threat. So um, they release John Spartan because you know technically he's a police officer to hunt down uh, Simon Phoenix. And I just really like the way that. Um, the movie interprets the future. Like, I think Arnie, I think Arnold Schwarzenegger is president in that film. <laughs> really? Yeah, man. And I'm just like, how crazy is that? In 1996, they, they, you know, they probably just made it a joke. Like, yeah, Arnold Schwarzenegger is a president, but then he's like the full governor. I like how in that future, there's no violence. You know, they don't, they don't drive their car. The car drives itself. You know, like mm. no one, no one manually drives. Um, like no one swears and if you do swear you get like this fine <laughs> like there's these little swearing <laughs> fine machines like throughout yeah, like the world and um no one eats salt or sugar because like it's so bad for you um <laughs> but i just i think it's um i th i think it's a really good combination of cast like sylvester stallone versus wesley snipes i think it's just a badass uh, combination and i like the combination of uh, sci-fi and like old school action as well, because it's still old school sci-fi as well, if that's what it makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I just thought it was it was cool. I thought it was cool action, and it will always be one of my one of my classic favorite action films. So, Sandra, what, uh, what was it as well? Blade? What's that? Sorry. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was it uh was it Wesley Wesley Snipes Blade? Yes. Like that, that vampire killer? Yes. Yeah. That's that's oh, man. That's on my list as well. Oh, that's yeah, well, that, that's that's yeah, that's my movie. Blade. So I'm just reading this. The film mentions Arnold Schwarzenegger having served as president of the United States after a constitutional amendment was passed allowing him to run for the office due to his popularity. Coinc oh, coincidentally a day short of exactly 10 years after the film's release, the California, it became governor, essentially. Yep. Yeah, yeah, shortly go. after. That's hilarious. Yeah, you know what? Good. I haven't watched this movie in about 15 years. I actually yeah. can't remember um, what actually, I mean, obviously just reminded me, yeah. but I, I actually couldn't remember what happened in the movie. Yeah, no, watch it. it, it look, it, look, there's a bit, like, there's a couple of parts in there with Sandra Bullock that's just cringe as, um, you know, because she plays this, like, <laughs> He seems like a John Spartan fangirl, yeah, and that and that gets a little bit annoying. Um, mm. But look, I just disregard that when you watch it, and just watch the action between um, Sylvester Stallone and Wesley Snipes. And I think a lot of people's uh, '90s uh, favorite. 
Yeah, definitely. I used to. I, I have. I have watched this movie. I loved it. Hefty. I mean, sorry, Pi. What's What's next on your list? I'm gonna say Blade. But that's on my list, bro. What uh, about fine, man? Um, yeah, no, that's okay. So Blade. So what's it about? Blade is about this badass black motherfucker <laughs> who just kills all these vampires, <laughs> and he he himself is like a. I think he's a vampire, right? Yeah, he's half half like a half, half vampire, mortal, half vampire. vampire. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, but it's just so hectic because it's like it's like those old like nineties like hardcore clubs like Darude Sandstorm or yeah, you know what yeah, I mean bro. Operation Blade <laughs> yeah and like he's in the nightclub I, th- I think like in the first few, is in the first two movies like he's always like in a nightclub it's like yeah. you know there's vampires and kills yeah. the vampires well, it's, it's because it's because that's the vampire scene you know like they they party and they get on blood <laughs> yeah, because, yeah because remember in the movie like they start they start spraying blood th- from the sprinklers and then there's that one human in the club, and he like starts freaking out. And then oh. Blade comes and saves him. That's what happens in Blade One in the in the yeah, beginning. Yeah. I can't even remember, but I just remember him killing everyone. I love that. I love the the way that he becomes half vampire, like that his mum got bitten when she was pregnant with him. Like, I like that. That's a that's a cool touch to the story. Mm. <clears throat> so if he gets shot, what happens? Nothing. He can only die from a silver bullet. Can't yeah, like yeah, yeah, like he's got no, no, no. He's got um. He's got all their strengths, but none of their weaknesses. Oh, yeah, right. man, the ultimate, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Hefty, what's on your list next? Uh, on my list, um, I'm going to change it up a bit now. Yeah, go. Let's go with uh, Titanic. 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 It's By not an action movie, but it is a 90s movie. Yeah, and it's a good and, one. By Steven Spielberg. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I James Cameron. Uh, <laughs> that, was, that, was, that was a joke. Uh, <laughs> oh, <no>. uh, yeah, <laughs> that's um, Yeah, it's not an action movie, but I've got to say, I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. Um, yeah. I think well, it I would say it's an action movie. Yeah, it's pretty action packed. It's pretty action packed. Action packed. Um. <laughs> Um, I think it comes down to the fact that I, I, I love history and um, I've always been interested in Titanic mm-hmm. and what happened to it and yep. I suppose, you know, the reasons behind it, um, conducting a root cause analysis to determine, you know, what actually happened out there. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> The ship was going too quick. <laughs> they should have used the risk matrix before they departed. <laughs> <laughs> no, the story was very good. Yeah, the, the story was really good. I'm a history buff, so obviously I enjoyed the story. And yeah, uh, yeah it was just a tragic loss. You know, mm. what was it about? Between two and a half and three thousand people died that night. Insufficient lifeboats. They thought they thought the 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 ship was indestructible. So you know, they decided to go full steam ahead. Yeah, you know, iceberg-ridden waters, um, and just you know the events that led up to the to to the to the incident as well. I mean, I think I was reading where they were supposed to have binoculars up there on the on the watchtower, and it happened mm-hmm. that just night um, the binoculars were were elsewhere, and I think the 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 watchman couldn't be bothered going down and grabbing him or something along those lines. Wow! And um, of all nights that that happened, yeah. that was a night that an iceberg appeared. Middle of the night, icebergs are almost well, not seen. Well, I guess yeah. No, I know what you mean. Yeah, that's very. Well, no, it, it wasn't a foggy night, but it was just there's it's middle middle of the Pacific Ocean. But the thing in is, like a there's nothing like a like the, the only light was like old like lanterns and like you can't really see an iceberg in the middle of the night. Yeah, until it's too late. <clears throat> but also, the the ocean was very still. Normally, when it's when the when the ocean is you know rough. You can hear water hitting up against an iceberg. That's right. Really? Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. Matt, what does it sound like? Well, it just sounds like water hitting up against an object, right? An object, like a wall. You know, you know when you hear water hitting up against um, the side of a, a like cliff? a pier or something. Yeah, but there's yeah. no way you'd be able to hear that before you'd see it. Hear so- something ahead. Absolutely. It was a very still night. There wasn't much movement in the water. You couldn't really hear anything, and you couldn't see anything. 
So they they didn't see it till the last minute. Yeah, what a cliche was... that it was so calm, hey? Because then all the bodies just were there after. Um, okay, look, I'm going to lighten the mood a little bit here. And again, this movie is not action. or depends how you look at it. But it's definitely a comedy. Um, and it is probably my top, you know, five favorite movies of all time. Um, he is one of my most favorite actors up there with uh, Will Smith. Um, Ace Ventura, 1994. Oh, Ace Ventura. Yeah, I've Ace... heard of that. I've never... What is that? Oh, my God, bro. Are you serious? Dude. Oh, Dude, my boy, gosh. Okay. Know. Look at... Okay. Okay. So, pretty much Ace Ventura um, is like a uh, private investigator, all right, for like... Um, for animals and reptiles. So he's a pet detective, right? <laughs> and he goes he goes on a case to find the Miami Dolphins missing mascot. Okay? Hell. Like, <laughs> and a, and like, what's his name? He goes, dude, it is just the most, it's, okay, it's um, directed by um, uh, Stephen... Uh, what's his name? Steve Odekirk. And well, he's obviously hilarious and he's one of a kind. He's like, he's like a Robin Williams. Do you know what I mean? Like he's, yeah. he's, he's irreplaceable. And most of his lines are just uh, unscripted as well. You know, like it's just him and the persona of his character is just so random. Jim Carrey, it, Jim Carrey's comedic style is just, oh, it's, it's a classic. We're definitely making our way through the list. Let's all uh, mention our, our last ones and, and we'll start wrapping it up. Um, I'm going to throw in um, one movie I really enjoy, Rush Hour. Rush Hour is good, man. Or Rush oh, Hour is just Rush Hour is a classic. Oh, it's a classic. It's comedy and action mixed together. Oh, yeah. And who doesn't love but Jackie Chan's action style? Like exactly, his, his stunty, uh, comedic yeah. fighting style. That's right. That's right. I mean, Jackie Chan's done each and every one of his own stunts. He's broken like seventy bones in his body or something ridiculous. Yeah, definitely. Like, and we notice Jackie Chan never uses, never actually uses a gun no. to defeat the enemy. He uses objects around him. That's right. He like his, a yeah, lamp. like a mop, a mop, a lamp, like a chair. Chair, like yeah. Towards them just, yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, he'll do all these awesome things. So I have to say, that's one of my favorites. And Chris Tucker and Jackie Chan together. Chris Tucker's just so what funny. a combination, man! What a combination. combination! And like how they like just don't understand each other. <laughs> like, yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's right. Chris Tucker talks so fast in a high pitched voice. Yeah, got his own type of slang. Like, yeah, that's right. It's so funny. That is a good movie. Um, good fight yeah. scenes. Good, good humor. Um, I think Rush Hour One is definitely my favorite out of the three as well, and and I don't want them to make another one. Like I think it's don't ruin it, you know. Like it's it's done it's done so good. Yeah, even the third one was a bit pushing borders for me, but the first and second one I really enjoyed. Wait, I is, how old is Chris Tucker now? It's a good question. It's forties or fifties, maybe. So even like he started acting when he was very young, so he. He's got a lot out of his career. Yeah, so that's 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 my uh, last yeah, issue. I do want to give a give a special mention to uh, Kiss of the Dragon with Jet Oh Lee. yeah, bro, that's that a, that's is... a cracker. Oh. That's a good film. God, I love that movie. Yeah, that's a good film. I agree. Yeah. Um, my last uh, will have to be uh, Bad Boys One, nineteen ninety five. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, I just uh, Will Smith and Martin Lawrence, like what a combination of 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 actors. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely one of those films that make you feel like you want to be a cop <laughs> when you think like <laughs> it's going to be like that. Because nothing will happen to you <laughs> if you if you blow up everything. And you get to live um, in Miami. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But yeah. I think um, I think Bam- Bad Boys was a great franchise, and and actually. Um, I didn't find this out until recently that it was actually directed by Michael Bay. Really? Yeah, which blew me away because I was like, whoa. I didn't well, know Michael Bay did much other than Transformers and Ninja Turtles. Um, and now that I look at it, I'm like, that's why there's so much blowing up in this film. That's what I was about to say. <laughs> that's why it blew you away. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, but yeah, everything blows up in his because he directed Underground Six, that sick movie with that Alfa Romeo. Ah, oh, yes, yes, with the Ryan Reynolds. Yep. And everything blows up. Yeah. yeah so that's um, that's 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 our list. Uh, what a, what an effort! What a what a first episode podcast. I really enjoyed that. I must say, yeah, I I really enjoyed that as well. And um, I guess you know, to be honest, I think maybe five movies might be too long. <laughs> considering how uh how how much we get sidetracked well this yeah, podcast uh, went for ages yeah it went for a very long time uh this uh brings our our first episode to an end thanks thanks everyone for tuning in i hope you all enjoyed it all the randomness and the laughter stay tuned for more